Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the run home with Ricardo and Beaver. Thanks to Mac Delivery and Beaver. The start of the Q&A down here uh, a little bit earlier than we were anticipating um, at Commercial Bay in the Spark building. So uh, we have managed to, uh, to, to get Ufuk because he's, he's tied up talking to Goran Paladin from uh, Sky Sport in front of a whole bunch of people at the moment, mate. So I thought we should maybe uh, go through and talk some of those uh, Super Rugby games that are coming up this weekend, starting with your Chiefs and Highlanders um, tonight, and I know that uh, Brett was going to send you some some intel from Huntley once he uh, once he got in uh, the stadium. You heard, what are you hearing? I haven't heard it yet from Brett on the text machine, um, but what I'm hearing is it is clearing, and so I don't think rain is going to be a factor. It's not going to be a leveler, as they say. I feel the Highlanders will be better. They have to be. There's too many good players there for them to cop another 50 across the, the chops. But, geez, if the Chiefs come out the gate hot, and you've got to remember, the Chiefs have been on the road for two weeks. They haven't played at home. So if it is a half-decent night, after the results that they've had, and the marketing team being full at work, you'd imagine the Chiefs get a good crowd there tonight. And first game of, the, of their home season, they'll want to rip in. So, geez, if they get out... To, get out maybe a couple of tries in the first 20 minutes a few of these younger more inexperienced landers I'm not talking Aaron Smiths of the world and the Frizzells but a few of the younger ones might just start looking around thinking uh oh here we go again conversely if Aaron Smith who would have been the life and energy of the team all week even after the, the slackings they've had if he comes in and he oozes his confidence and he spreads it and he seems a very infectious character and the Hondas start well. They might get a few scrum penalties because they've got a great scrum. You just never know. But for me, it's it's the Chiefs game to Chiefs game to, to win tonight. Yeah, I mean, I was having a look at the stats the last, I think, five games at FMG they've won. And of those five, two of them, they've put 50 points on the board as well. So uh, they do like playing on their home track. Absolutely. No better sound in world sport than the, the bells ringing. And uh, I know it's not a solely Chiefs thing, but the Bows still make an appearance during Chiefs season. Mm. So I'd imagine they'll be, they should be too good tonight. Is, is Possum still up in the in the cherry picker with the with the chainsaw? No, for all sorts of reasons, uh, Possum no longer in the cherry picker uh, behind the uh, behind the shallow end. Of course, his his uh, his new corporate box is down that end now. So mm. I don't know if he would actually have a big enough cherry picker to clear. The new structures, but uh, no possums. Possums still around, but he's left his he's left his position. Oh right, okay. So no position for possum uh, anymore no. is what you're saying. Um, uh, now tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow over in Fiji, uh, the Crusaders play the Drua, mate. And the Drua went really good last week against the Tars for about 15 minutes. They led that game 17-10 at one point, and obviously Crusaders have uh, rested a few. Um, Fergus Burke's going to run the cutter. Um, there's a few youngsters on the bench, a few youngsters around uh, on the pitch as well for the Crusaders. Uh, any danger of, of the Drew getting up here in front of their home crowd first time for the season? There shouldn't be. But I say there shouldn't be. I'm not going to come out here and say 100% of the Crusaders are going to do the job. They should, and they probably will. 
But if the drawer get a sniff and the drawer start to things come off of a drawer, and as you say, there's going to be 15,000, 20,000 there packed to the rafters. Uh, first of all, watching the heroes from New Zealand, but then all of a sudden, if the local boys can get a bit of a roll on, I saw them, the momentum that these boys can generate. I saw it firsthand when the Chiefs almost lost to them last year in, uh, in Suva. It's one of those ones where you go over there thinking, right, yeah, we just can't let them get into their rhythm. And you don't let them get them into a rhythm for 50, 60 minutes. And all of a sudden they get one try. And then all of a sudden they get two tries. And then you start thinking, oh no, is this the horror story that's about to unfold here? You know, So there'll be that little lingering thought in the Crusaders, but you'd imagine Crusaders far too professional, far too clinical, and far too experienced. Although you're right, there are some guys there who, I don't say got points to prove, but are young fellas, and all of a sudden, they're in the middle of what won't be a hostile environment, but it'll be a unique environment. And as I say, if the Drua can just somehow snare one, snare two, and things start to land, you just never know. You never know. Uh, Macca Springer on one wing. Shea Fihaki is first start of the season at fullback as well. Uh, Fergus Burke as we mentioned, is, is running around in the 10 jersey. Uh, and there's a young fellow you know quite a lot about playing at 10 as well, mate. Well, he potentially could play at 10, come off the bench. Yeah, he'll play at 10, young Tar. He's, um, he's been highly touted. He had a year for some like a set up there for Sharon, and he got some chances here and there. Very well-level-headed young fella. Um, he's probably, he probably knows he's got a... Almost, He's very good structurally at the moment. He knows where to go, where to be, how to pass, see the gap, blah, blah, blah. I guess now it's just a case of, right, you've left your school life behind you. You've graduated from all of your school rugby. Now in the, in the big boys, it's just getting the feel for how to control a game, how to, how to dictate terms a little bit. You know, He's going to get a great ride as far as being behind a Crusaders pack. So he's got a big, big future, Ricardo. There's no doubt about that. And when you look around New Zealand rugby... It's not a bad time to be a young team. Mm, yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's a very good time to be a young team. Now, we've got the Kings and the Blues 7 o'clock on uh, Saturday night as well from the Cake Tin. Uh, no Artie Savir, obviously, mate. How do you see this one going? I can't wait for this one, Ricardo. I really can't. I think this could be... I, I, for me, it's the match of the round. Yes, I don't even want to start on how disgraceful it is that we've been robbed of our superstar Hurricane and, uh, and Artie Savia but so many things for me so many storylines for me the Blues so many players who are going to be in the All Blacks and um, but so many of them are probably squad members 16 to 32 so interesting what, what is what is what happens if they don't have this groundbreaking year that you're expecting to have. Do, does those guys who are going to fill in that 16 to 32 jerseys on that trip to Paris not make it? Who knows? The Hurricanes for me, they still got to prove it, but I thought before the season that they could be New Zealand's big improvers. A few young guys there, another year older, and still with the superstardom of Geordie Barrett and Artie Savier. Now, uh, one of the question marks, I mean, you have alluded to France, but one of the question marks, of course, ahead of France is whether Dane Coles' calves will hold up that long because um, he has had problems. But uh, what does it say this season that he's starting? With, he'll start that game tomorrow. That'll be three in a row that he started. So he'll be playing 60 minutes plus three games on the trot. Yeah, and I think Coles would, Coles would want to play. 
you know, there'd be no one more frustrated about the calf situation than Dane Coles, and I'm sure he's, his calf raised himself to death. There's only so many calf raises you can do on a rehab. Um, but, oh, without a shadow of doubt, if he's got one leg, he's going to Paris, in my eyes. He has to, uh, for all sorts of reasons. And if he doesn't go then, or he gets injured over then, you, you've got Armour to come straight in. But for me, he is so much about the Hurricanes and such a, such a part of any potential success they have. And, and I just think, as I say, Ricardo, just alluding to the fact that so many of these Blues guys are, are, are all blacks, but they're just probably on the, on the threshold of where the selection line is. What does a Hurricanes victory tomorrow night do? With only, what, two All Blacks in their squad against a team laden with All Blacks, told they couldn't do it without Artie. All of a sudden, A, their confidence goes through the roof, and all of a sudden, people are asking questions about the Blues. So, I can't wait for it. I, I think it's going to be close. I really do. Um, yeah. Brett Cameron at 10. Um, interesting selection. Obviously, young fella Morgan's had the first couple of cracks, but Brett Cameron's now available. And I think, from the whispers I heard, they were, he was always the plan. Brett Cameron uh, when they got him so now he gets his chance and tell you what I don't know why you're feeling on this one Ricardo but I, I really look forward to this game yeah man it's going to be a great game it's hard to, it's, it feels like a coin toss it really does yes I mean Artie does kind of edge it towards the Blues but then the Canes are playing at home so uh, that kind of evens it all out mate what about uh, I want to ask you about this as well uh, Moana Pacifica um, they've had a week in Melbourne right and then pretty much straight after the weekend they've gone to Perth they probably won't have to deal with the you know the time difference like you would normally tr- uh, normally have to um, plays into their thing uh, the force conceded 70 to the Reds uh, last week um, what chance do you give Moana of picking up a W here because they're, they're only about uh, 25% picked according to uh, what I've seen on uh, on, on all the um, SENZ Super Rugby picks I was staggered by that forced result. I gave them a chance. I gave them such a chance that I actually had a multi that included the Brumbies being the Blues at 4.40, and they were the only one that I missed on the last game of the weekend. I was, and I asked a few people around the ground, I said, should I cash out, should I cash out when I was over in Melbourne? And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, I think force are a good bet. And then just got absolutely smashed. So who knows with the force. But Moana, like people, people think being on the road is tough and all the rest of it. The boys have had a great time. Two weeks together, uh, naturally bonding. You get to put in more rugby. You know, the coaches will be able to put more rugby into here, if not on field, but educationally. Uh, little catch-ups, which sometimes the players hate, but at the start of the season you can deal with your coach saying, oh, there you go, just come to my room, will you? Uh, so a lot of education will be going down, and, and that's what they need. It's, it's little things that are costing the Moanas at the moment, and the, and the Drewers probably. So if they can get these little things out of their game... Oh, they're a huge chance over in Perth. They're, they're an absolute huge chance. Um, the Force, they are better at home. They they do enjoy wonderful support. But, jeez, that result last week just blew me away. I, I got told the Reds were in flash this year um, and suffering a lot of injuries. And then for them to do that to the Force, Jesus, makes you wonder where the Force are at. It does, mate. What are, you, what are you actually on the Reds then? What do you make of young Tom Liner, Michael's young boy? Yeah. He's, he's not far from the, the old man, is he? He's very, uh, looks assured. Uh, got a boot on him. And, uh, and the rest. Because I, I forgot, that there's actually a line who's capped for England. There's another line I still playing in England. And I, and I was trying to work out when I first heard the name, how does this all work? But, yeah, isn't it, isn't it funny that you know, when we were growing up, when I was growing up, Michael Liner was 
the king of Australian rugby outside Nick Farr Jones. Um, and now his son, uh, son doing the stuff for the Reds. All they need to do now is take a game back to Ballymore and we've completely gone full circle. Yeah, mate, 100%. I mean, you can see in the, in, the, in the future at some point England play the Wallabies and there's two liners at 10. Two liners, exactly. Uh, oh, I, actually, I actually ran into Michael last week in Melbourne. How was he? Lovely guy. Lovely guy. Fantastic. A yeah. couple, couple of great tens having a chat. We'll get more on that uh, between now and 6 o'clock. It's time, though, to head away to news and sport with Johnny Mack here on SENZ. This is The Run Home.